We began Perigdal in the Tzfefetz. So as we, we've seen already a few times that the Reb Shailo, when he brings from Rav Kook, he brings sometimes a part of the Torah. He didn't have all of the Torahs. He, didn't, he had incomplete some of the Torahs or parts, not the whole Torah. And even when he had the whole Torah, he didn't always bring in Eretz Chayfetz, the entire piece, for whatever his Cheshm was. So, sometimes we have to be mashlim a little bit. In this particular situation, the Torah they were up to, which is in Peregdal, Torah Beis, is from Iris, is from the Iris, from Eris Yisrael, Seif Dalit. So we're going to learn a little bit, we'll learn this inside, it's just a very short, and then we'll see a little bit, to be mashlim, from Rav Avinir's parish, on this piece of Iris, The parak is about the relationship between Eretz Yisrael and Golas. And it's obviously much more than Rots of than coming and going. The Chachm is for a person to be able to somehow, to even while, for whatever reason, we're still not in Eretz Yisrael, to be able to be Mushba from the Koyach, from the Or of Eretz Yisrael. That there should be a that there should be a relationship between a person and his soul, regardless of whether he's zaycha to be there or not. <clears throat> Rav Kook saw that, a, saw that a, a Jew can't be a complete Jew wherever he is in the world if he doesn't take his soul with him. So let's just read inside Eretz Chayfetz, again, Perik Dalet Seif Beis. And then we'll see the, then we'll see it a little bit more. We'll see a little bit more in some Marmakarmis from Ravinir. It's impossible. Not that it's hard. It's impossible for a Yid to be completely faithful to his Machshavas. Hegyonaisev, his deeper thoughts, Rayonaisev, Edimyonaisev, and his thoughts, his visions, the Chutzlarts, while he's outside of Eretz Yisrael, Kishchunais Hanaemonus Azais Beretz Yisrael. In the same way, with the same character, in the same force, in the same way, that he is faithful to his thoughts and visions. When he's in Eretz Yisrael, Kishchunus and Amonus Azayis Beretz Yisrael. Since we understand on a very, very simple and basic level that Eretz Yisrael is the Bepoil of Am Yisrael, Chutz Laaretz is the Bekoyach of Am Yisrael. In terms of the whole Seda Mitzvahs, the Ramban writes, and everybody knows that. Our existence in Chutzlaretz is me'ena hachana to come to Eretz Yisrael. The complete, the complete observance, and the complete commitment of a person to Teres Hashem can only be in Eretz Yisrael. 
And and as a result of that, oftentimes in Chutzlars, there's a tremendous disconnect between the Rayonis, the Machshavis, the thoughts, the feelings that a person has, the visions that a person has, and the Bapayal of how he actually lives. The way that he actually lives, Lamaisa. Therefore, if Kuk says, "Ef shall Adam Yisoshi Amosiv and Em Lamachshav Yisav Hagin Yisav Hagin Yisav Adam Yisav," but Chutz Laaretz Kishchunais and Em Manus Hazayis Beretisol. Kishchunais and Em Manus Hazayis Beretisol. The same way that he's able to be faithful to his thoughts and his visions in Eretisol. Every Jew has, every Jew has Machshavus Hagionis Rayonis and Demyonis. Good Demyonis. But to be faithful to the Machshavus the Rayonis and Demyonis. This goes back to what we were talking about from the very, very beginning, that from the first sif in the Sefer, that Eretz Yisrael is a Bechina, is that relationship of of husband and wife, of Boyalayich, Isayich, and all the places in Tanakh that we see, that the union of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael is a Bechina of Chasna and Kala. And therefore, the ideal neamonis faithfulness is to be found in Eretz Yisrael. A faithfulness to one's own thoughts and commitments and so on. It's very hard in the Chutz Laaretz. Rav Kuk doesn't say it's very hard. He says, It's not possible. Manifestations of holiness. Manifestations of holiness, his eras of Kedusha and so on, they're, they're clean, they're pure in Eretz But everything in Chutz all of the all of the um, all of the manifestations of Kedusha when Kedusha touches a person in Chutz Laaretz so all of those manifestations of Kedusha the Haifaos HaKadosh Amu Ravais Hain Besigim Uklipis Merubim are mixed with Sigim and Klipis Merubim now what's interesting is that I mean, Klippus mixed with Dras and Klippus. Unclear, confusing. Therefore, Rav Kook says, it's E.F. Shaladim Yisrael, Shia Mosav One cannot be entirely faithful to his visions, his dreams, his hopes, because any drop of Kedusha that penetrates into a person in Chutzlar, it travels through the Avi Eretz Ha'amim and is somehow defiled by 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 that world of of Chutzlars, as opposed to Eretz Yisrael, where it's able to it's able to meld with the person in a pinimistic way. What's interesting is that that he leaves out he leaves out the end of this, which which um, is very very important. We'll just listen, and then we'll we'll, we'll learn inside. I don't know if on the page you have how many pages do you have? One. There's only one. You have page 73? Yeah, you do. 
No? Where it says footnote 95, you have the whole? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have it? Okay, good. Good. Yeah, Shkaichna. Okay, so I have the cipher here. Oh, so the ending of it, so let's see the ending of it. Because it's not, because Rav Shaila didn't bring down the ending. He didn't bring down the ending. So first, so take, the, take what you have. The, what you have is, is, the, is the iris. That page is, is a photostat of the iris with the Rav Shalmavinez parish. So, so for, you see that there are there are letters there there are the darkened ICS, right? So that's the actual lashon of Rav Kook. So let's first read the entire lashon of Rav Kook because Rav Shaila didn't bring it. Ev shall Adam Yisrael shear this we saw already. It's just Chazer. Ev shall Adam Yisrael shear most of an em the machshav yisrael and yisrael and yisrael with the yisrael chus laris kisunas kisunas an emonis as I spare Yisrael. Hayfas hakaidish. Now, this is the part they left out, you see, on the photostatic page, which says, Omnam, you see the darkened letters? Okay. Omnam, lefi gordel hatshuka v'hakishur shel ha'odam la'et Yisrael. However, Rav Kook says, the figodl hatshuka, depending upon the greatness of the longing, vahakisha, and the attachment that a Jew has, shall Adam learn to sell. Hare rayer noisav mizdakachim, his thoughts are able to become purified and refined, even while he's stuck in chutzlars. Miyasoid avira deretisrael. This comes miyasoid the avira der tisrael. Now the avira der tisrael, of course, in full force, is only in tisrael. But but if a person but if a person has a chuka der tisrael, and he has a a kesha, a strong kesha der tisrael, depending upon how strong that is, hirei rayenaisav mizdakichim. His thoughts can become purified of all of the klipas, of all of the klipas and the psilas of chutzlarets, or of much of the klipas, like all, but of much of the klipas of chutzlarets. Misait avir der tisrael. The air, the avir der tisrael, is not limited only to those people who are actually breathing it in. There are people who live in der tisrael, but they're dreaming all the time about being in chutzlarets. So, you know, the, a cloud that we've spoken about so many times over the years in the Baal Shem that a person really is where his machshavas are. I mean, the ikr of a person is his machshavas. It's the essence of a person is his machshavas. The machshavas is the rayoyness of a person. The ideas, the visions, what the person wants and what he hopes for, that's the essence of the person. So, you have one Jew that he, he, lives, he lives far away from Echisel and Chutzlaretz. But he's filled with shukas of Echisel. He's filled with the, the dreamers of Echisel. And, and he's very, very connected to Echisel. Rabbi Yonis, it's brought down in Baruchas that, and that, that, that the Ika Kavana the person should have by Shemun is to try to imagine oneself standing. This standing in Yishlaim by, by the Kaisel, to see oneself in that place. And and we know 
that the, where a person's thoughts are, that's Be'etzim where he really is. Remember, over the years, I've many times mentioned how the Kedusha's Levi came over to a Jew after davening, he, he, and he, he says, Baruch Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Welcome home. And he didn't know what the Bidditch was talking about. And he said that the Bidditch said, I wanted to welcome you back from, from Leipzig. He says, Leipzig? I was never in Leipzig in my life. I never left I never left this miserable <laughs> place that we live in over here. So the Kedusha's Levi said to him, Baruch you were you were in Leipzig. Ashwanasi, you were you were dreaming about being at the fair at the at the big Yerid in Leipzig. So I just wanted to welcome you back to Baditsha. The person was really in Leipzig. Leipzig's not such a bad place. It could be terrible if the places that we're in during Shmanasu would be. Would you can imagine over every person is dying Shmanasu, there'd be like a, a a video thing of where he is. <laughs> <laughs> the Pizesna said that it, the Pizesna said that if there would be a there would be a recording he didn't mean a electric, but, but if there'd be a, a, a if there'd be a, a, a recording and writing of something of the of, of all the machshavas that a person has on one typical day of his life, he said that they would take this person and they would lock him in an insane asylum. <laughs> the machshavas, the regular normal person, like like when we look at each other, we look at everything as gavaldic. If the if the machshavas would be would be written over, this person would be put into an asylum that they'd say he's a madman, he's a lunatic. The machshavas. I mean, well, everything is nice. Everything is good. Shabbos, <laughs> good Inside, there are all kinds of crazy things going on. <laughs> okay, the the Gros says that you know the shivim hakaychus. The, the, there are seventy kaychus, and the seventy kaychus correspond to the to the shivim umas to the seven nations. He said, "There's mamish the, the all the seventy nations that are inside a person. That are, the, all the machshavas." The Gros says that the machshavas, the, the Rabbi Nachman says too, the machshavas that you see in the world is mamish nothing compared to the machshavas. In one Yiddish cup, what's going on in their head? In one, uh, or the person's going to Muhammad's different things, which the Umas Ha'ilam, because each Midah is connected, is, this one is Amin, and this one is Mayav, and this one is Midian. And the Yid goes in his head every day, and, and then, and the Gros says also there are, there, are, there are 70 Chais, he says, different kinds of Behemoths and Chais. He says, so a person's walking around, and you look at a person, he looks like a regular person, he's got a zoo in his head. He's got a World War five six <coughs> in his head going on. This is a person this machshavas are. So you could have a year that he's that he's that he's sitting in he's sitting he lives in the old city and, and he's sitting on his merpes and he's looking over the harabais. He has such a schus to have a place like that. And he's looking over the harabais and he's he, he's very very far away from Yushalayim because his chuka chasosham. I'm not saying there's such a person, but his chuka is you know he wants to be in in Bangkok or something for Benazmanim. He has a chukah to be someplace else. His longing is for something else. So clout that a person, that a person, the essence of the person is his machshavas. That the essence of a person is what he wants, what he wants, and what he's thinking. That's the essence of a person. It's a scary thing to think about that, but that's the essence of a person. What we're, what we're really thinking about. Not stomach passing thought. I hear her by alma. That's something else. But the thing that a person is thinks about that Arayon, a hegyon is something else it's not just a hearer a hegyon, a rayon, an idea so you could have a you could have a person who lives in HSL and he never left HSL but, but in Panimis he lives in Chutzlaritz his whole life you could have another Jew that, he, that he's in Chutzlaritz but his hegyon is his rayon you see that by Cheskel Anavi that the Gemara says that Cheskel Anavi that so how is he able to say Nevius in Chutzlaritz it's a big question how could it be that he said Nevius in Chutzlaritz on the Har Kvar. How could there be a Nevius in Chutzlaritz? 
So, because Cheskel went out with the with the Gerlei Bavel, Cheskel went out and he had Nevias. Forget he had the biggest Nevias with the Merkava. He had such visions of <coughs> of the divine chariot, whatever that means. He had big Nevias and Chutzlars. How could it be? So Teretz is that because he began his Nevias in Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> but the way the Swarm explained it, because he since he was a Navi, his career started in Eretz Yisrael. So what does that mean? He started in Eretz Yisrael. Lamaisi, he's in Chutzlaretz. How are you able to say a word of Navu in Chutzlaretz? Just because you started in Eretz Yisrael, so Basa Reisha goes by it's a, goes by where you began. Well, there isn't Indian like that, but on a deeper level, the Swarm say that uh, since he was Mushrash every moment of his life, Yecheskel was Neitzah Seldikiyid. So even though he was in Chutzlaretz, but his whole Yenika was Neitzah Seldikiyid. He was Makushet Eretzah to such a level, in such a way, that, that, he, that, that even when he was, even when he had to leave, he never really, really left. He didn't leave. So, what Rav Kook says over here is, if a person really, really is filled with a longing for Eretzah Seldikiyid, and it's a tremendous kesher to Eretz Yisrael. Then the avir to Eretz Yisrael, which he's breathing in, even though he lives someplace in Chutzlaretz, he lives in, in Paris, London, or New York, but he's breathing in, in his thoughts, and his chukas, he's breathing in the avir to Eretz Yisrael. The avir to Eretz Yisrael is able to reach him in that place. It's a chayfef al kal misha mitzap If Cook says, and we'll see a little bit some Marmachamis, that... <coughs> That avir the the air of Yisrael, the avir of Yisrael, which doesn't just means it means it means the koyach of Yisrael, the kedushas Yisrael, is chayfev hovers upon any person that's mitzapel eraisa, who has a longing, who has a longing to see her. Simchus Yisraelim vegiluba kol ayhaver. Simchus Yisraelim vegiluba. Is not limited only is not limited only to those Jews who actually have the schus to be in Yushalayim, but it's also kol ohaver, all of those who are in love with Yushalayim, they're able to experience a measure of that simcha even though they're not yet zayich to be in Yushalayim. The same way we see that those who are masabu Yushalayim, they have nechami Yushalayim, a person who's connected, a person who's attached, and has chukas for Eretz Yisrael to Yushalayim. He's called. He's, he's counted among those who are called Ohaver, those who are in love with the Yushalayim, and those who are in love with the Yushalayim, even when they're far away from Yushalayim, they're still able to access the Avir of Yisrael, the Avir of Yushalayim, and therefore, as a result of that, Rav Kook says that they're able to be faithful. They're able to be. There's able to be a level of Nemanis to their to their visions and their dreams of what it means to be a Jew. When someone's planted with both feet in chutzlaretz, there is that obstruction. There's that blockage. Eretz Yisrael is the place of nevuah. Chutzlaretz is Tumas Eretz. Avir Ha'amem is there's a terrible, terrible mechitza, terrible chatzitza between Eretz and Shemaim in chutzlaretz. Eretz Yisrael, even in the absence of nevuah, is still the place that is muksha. For Navu, and it's a place where all of the Nevi'im were saying Nevi'im, where they live and they breathe. And it's the place of, of it's the place where Chazal says, where heaven and earth are kissing each other. So therefore, the, since, since the Meniyas that block the normal, the normal healthy flow from Milamala uh, Lamata, Milamata Lamala, 
in Eretz Yisrael, it's it's those 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 mechitzes are not the way they are in Eretz Yisrael. Because even now in Eretz Yisrael, it, it's not it's not it's not gula, but even 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 now, there's a tremendous karcha that via Eretz Yisrael, and when those menias are removed, to the degree that they're removed. A person is able to. It's easier for a person to be a, to be neman, to be moser and neman, to what he wants in Yiddishkeit, to what he wants, what he wants to accomplish. So go back to the beginning, and let's see a little bit of of Avinir's commentary. So he fills in. And helps us along a little bit. The first part of the page. Eretz Yisrael geography. of course, is not just a, a, a geographical location. Elakshura benimim amukim la'am Yisrael. As we've been learning from the beginning of the Sefer. It is connected with very strong chords. The deepest way to Am Yisrael. harishaina, and that's how we began the sefer. Sha'am Yisrael ve'et Yisrael zuchativa atzmusis, etzem hatzomai. That's where we began. Chativa atzmusis. It's an essential relationship. It's, it's an essential. It's chasnakal. It's husband and wife. It's an essential relationship. Chativa atzmusis. Mimela, that's what Rav Kook says. Ef shaladim Yisrael shi emosiv and emel machshavoisa beginoisa reinoisa when meyosiv bechol starts. Kishchunis and emonis hazayis beretz Yisrael. Davke beretz Yisrael. So Rav Avinir explains that davke beretz Yisrael kol oisam hamachshavis hagyonis harayonis vademyonis neemonim liyisraelius apnimis anishmosis. <clears throat> the davkin Eretz Yisrael, the the thoughts that a person has, his ideas, his thoughts, his demyanus, are more aligned with the Yisraelius haknimis hanishmasus, with that inner quality, with the essential quality of what it means to be a Jew. Vila b'chutzlar, it's heimis balbel in v'nevgamim. In bavel and chutzlar, there's a bilbel and the. And in Chutzlaretzim is Balbalim v'nifgamim. Of course, and he's going to address this issue. Of course, we had great, great tzaddikim in Chutzlaretz. Doesn't mean Chasas Shalom. Some of the greatest tzaddikim from the Tanoim and Amiroim and Rishonim, Nachroinim, tzaddikim that they, that they, that they were, that they were unbelievably productive in learning and kedusha in Chutzlaretz. But that's why it was so important, that I don't know why Reb Shaila left out that last piece about to the degree that one is Makusha Tejasel, he's able to be faithful to his deeper ideas and so on. Which we spoke about a little bit last week, which is the trademark in particular of those tzaddikim who had the biggest hashpah in Chutzlar, it's the ones who are most Makusha Tejasel. The Gronach Sam Seifer and other tzaddikim, Rabbi Nachman, the Balsham, whichever you from whatever world that you're more comfortable with. The Chavetz Chaim's Hashpovas Mordechai Chavetz Chaim lived every second of his life in the Beis Hamikdash. He looked like he was in Raden. 
the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim, Hamish lived in the Beis Hamikdash. This whole look at the halachas and this whole connection to Kachim. He began the Kachim Kol that he started. He was he was Mekusha bechal nimei hanefesh Chavetz Chaim to Teretzisel. Without going through the, each each person in his own to think about people that that had such tremendous hashpah, the neshamas klolius that we had throughout time, all tzaddikim are great, but in particular those neshamas that had the biggest kesher to Yisrael, had the biggest hashpah in chutzlaritz, because they were able to bring that avir of Yisrael to chutzlaritz. Because the avir of Yisrael, as Rav Kook says, is chayfeh, is hovering over those yidin who are bound to Yisrael, even when they're in chutzlaritz. So there's no question there's a shlichus that great tzaddikim had in Chutzlaretz to be here in Chutzlaretz as long as Golas is still, as long as Golas is still with us, that they, that they're a big tzaddikim that they have a shlichus to be davka with Yidden in Chutzlaretz, to be in Bavel, and to be in, the, in in those places of confusion and and the klipas and so on, to be able to infuse us with with with, with kedushas Yisrael and with and with kedushas kedushas ha 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 ha. ha um, it's a very strong expression there in the Gemara Pesachim. The Bavlim, the Jews in Bavl are Tipshoi, the fools, the Tipshim. Mishum de Yasve Ba'ar de Chsucha. Amrisum Shmaitse de Mechashchem. Means bavlim tipshim. The bavlim, there's a certain inyan of tipshus. Yishum sha'atam yoshim be'eret shalchoshech, because you live in a, in a place of darkness. B'machashakim ha'yishivan kimesei olam. Zut Talmuda shalbavel. It's hard to understand how he's talking to many times over the years. There could be such a thing. The Chazal say about the Talmud Bavli that it's a bechin of a machashak in Shivani, as it says in Eicha, that you have placed me in dark, you've put me into a dark place. The Bavl is a dark place, it's a place of Bilbul. Kim may say Eilam, like those who are dead and lost to the to the world. And the Gemara says, Chazal said that's Talmud, not the Gemara, Chazal said that's Talmud Bavli. The Medrash says over there, it's Talmud Bavli compared to the Yushalmi. Which we've spoken many times about that the Indian, that the Shmuas of Tyre and Bavel are all in that way of Toshma. That the, that the, we see that the Shmaitzers, the Ukimtas of the of the Bavli are in a way of hearing Toshma. Come and hear, Ashenikain in, in the Yushalmin in the Zarekadosh. It's what Tochazi to come and see. Doesn't say that exact lashon really. Anyways, Mechilta Mishpatim is something like that. But we understand that even logically, that that seeing something is not the same thing as hearing it. And <coughs> and our entire our entire way of comprehending elokus and chutzlarts and bavel is a way of hearing. It's mirachok. And there's and because of that, it's mixed with a like Rav Cook says. There's a tarubis of sigim and psilas mashenikain. Ejisolus tachaziz, to come at the sea, something to see. To see. So the Gemara says, Bavlam tipshim, Yishum sha'atam yoishim, Be'eret shalchoshach, Atam oimrim, Halochais chashuchais. Halochais chashuchais. It's a very strong lotion. To say such a thing. Shmaitza de mechashchu. 
dark, dark halachas, dark halachas. Now these parashiyas of Tazriya, Mitzayim, Chazal call parashiyas shchayus, dark, black parashiyas, darkened parashiyas. Because these parashiyas are dealing with all types of unpleasant sicknesses and diseases. Inyan of of, of Mitzayim, shchayus ka'irev, Chazal say, on, on these parashiyas of Nagaim. Shchayus kairav, black like a raven. Darkness and blackness is a, is of course, is a simon, is a representation of confusion, of illness, of confusion. And every sickness, the same way. When the Zohar Kodesh talks about how could it be that a, that a Jew has such a thing, that there could be such a disease, a tzaraz, how could it be that a Jew is nagua, menuga, in such a way that he has tzaraz? <coughs> so, in the Torah of Eretz Yisrael, in the Zohar Kodesh, sagiru, the person is pores, the pores of his body become closed and shut, that somehow a Jew becomes impervious to elokus, that he's not able to absorb elokus. Sagiun here, the Zohar calls it the, the person, the light is clo- closed off, the person's, is ki'ilu, the pores of the person's body, shut down, and he's not able to absorb the nihiru ilah, the Zohar says, the higher light of elokus. And, and because of that, all kinds of strange, all kinds of strange blemishes and disease begins to become, begins to appear on his on his goof. Shchayrus there's a blackness. Wherever there's a taruvis of Taivin Ra. Chutzlaret is is the beginning of of is that world of Etadas Taivira. Is the Ilana de Sveika. Everything is Mixed with with doubt, with a certain clip of not of not seeing things in a clear way. That, of course, is the greatest nega of our lives. The uncertainties, the the clipas that cause us to be unclear and uncertain. Chazal says such a thing in the Gemara that the Bavli Tipshoi that that in Chutzlaretz, atem yoshim be'eret shochayshach, the yasvi be'arad chshucha. So all of the Torah is somehow, all of the Torah of Chutzlaret is somehow darkened by that reality of being away from Eretz Yisrael. It's the whole Achmanya, the Achlavasana Bar, the Mitzrayim. The whole Achmanya, the Torah is compared to bread in many places, Lachmash or Torah. The Torah is compared to bread. And we say that part of the Haggadah in Aram is the simple pshat is that it's talking from that perspective of Arad and Mitzrayim that we're still in, of Chutzlaretz. Lechem Oini, that the lechem, the bread, the Torah is, is in a state of impoverishment, of poverty. There's something that's missing, it's poor. There are klipas. 
And therefore, we ask Hashem is Baruch that even though it's Hashata Hoches, Lashana Abba, Ba'ad Yisrael, Hashata Avila, Hashana Abba, B'nei Chayun. We're saying to Hashem is Baruch that it's not a wonder that that all of our Yiddishkeit and all of our Torah is in this way of Lachma Anya, of, of being poor, of being poor. Like, it's affected by the matzav that we're in, that we're the same way that our ancestors lived in Mitzrayim, and they were in a place of Sagir and Harila, that they were closed, they were distant from the higher light of Torah when they were in Golas Mitzrayim. So it's also, that's where we are now. But you'll see, Rabbi Shalom, that Lashon Haba, when we'll be in Aradi Yisrael, when we'll be in Eretz Yisrael, you'll see from us, Mamash, a different Torah, a different Yiddish guide. When we'll be Bnei Charen, Lashon Haba, Bnei Charen, will be a different, will be a different Yiddish guide. A person's not the same person when he's not home. When he's home, there's an emonis. There's, he's faithful and loyal, not only to his spouse, but he's faithful and he's loyal to the dreams that he has of the life that he wants to live. <coughs> That's what Rav, that's what Rav Avinir is reminding us of that in the first Torah here in, in Eretz Chayif, it's the first Torah in, in Iris, that the relationship between Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael is a relationship between a husband and wife. And the same way that one cannot be, one cannot be as faithful when he's away from home, as much as he tries. During the day, a person can be dislodged by the things that he sees in the office, by the things that he sees at school, wherever wherever he is or she is. But when they when when they're away from each other, it's very, very, very hard. When they're home, everything in the house is a reminder of that of that relationship. Everything, every little thing is a reminder of that relationship, and it's much easier to be ne'aman, to, to have a ne'aman as to why we got married to begin with, Mashiach, when they're away. So, Bavlim Tipshin, Mishum Sha'atim Yoishim Be'eretz Ha'choy, Shachatim Oymim Halachas Chashuchas. Halachas Chashuchas doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean, it means that they're not clearly next, they're not as clearly understood or explained. Things are not as clear. Everything is covered with some sort of a, some sort of a film of darkness. Rav Kook uses the, that term hofaos hakodesh, manifestations of kedusha. He's referring to madregas of ruach hakodesh nevuah. Shehain, just turn over the page, and we'll come back to the note in a, in a, in a minute. Shehain harbe lamala man ha-machshobos, explains, that transcend the normal machshobos of a person. Hegyonis, the thoughts, or ayonis and demyonis, aleim dov v'mishdubar v'mishpat ha-kaidim. Beza madrege, shehain nekiyas hain v'etzesel lefi ha-erech ha-bechutz l'aretz, ha-fos kodesh elu ma-arobos hain b'sigim klibis m'ruvim. They're clear and pure and clean in Eretz Yisrael, 
In the Chutz Laaretz, they're mixed. It's a teruvus of, of Toivera. The Chashuchas, they're darkened in the Chutz Laaretz. Let's look a little bit at footnote 92. I'm sorry, you know, turning over the page. Okay, that'll be the exercise for this morning. Okay. Footnote 92. This lotion of Hofa'os HaKodesh that's found so often in Rav Kuk's Svarim, manifestations, appearances of Kedusha, his whole life, that's, that's what he was himself aspiring to, he was doing. And when you see some of the Ksavim of his great Talmud of the Nazir, it's Mam Shapacha, the things, there's, um, there's a small cipher that they put out around seven, eight years ago. Mishnah Sanazir, what's it called? A little blue cipher, I don't remember the name. And there's like a, some pieces from the Nazir's diary, his whole, his whole how he went, when he went out to that uh, Midbar Yehuda, he almost died over there. He went out uh, to Midbar Yehuda, like his Baidadus, and the chukah that, that it was in that base medrash of, of Rav Kook for Ruach HaKodesh, for Haifos HaKodesh, for some level of tapping into something higher than, than this world, it was very, very strong. Haifos HaKodesh. So in footnote 92, Kvishay Meris HaGemar Masachas Makis, B'Sholosh Mekarmis Haifiyah Ruach HaKodesh. We see that that term, Hafia, appeared, was manifested. We find that in connection with the Ruach HaKadosh in many places, in Torah Shabbat Peh, and we find that by the Rishonim as well. But the Ravid, he uses also a lashon like that, Hafia Ruach HaKadosh. Hafaos elu muskaris pamim rabbis b'ksovev shal harav zatzal. When Rav Kook uses the word hofa, a manifestation or an appearance of Ruha Kaidish, he's talking about that Madregas Habainaim, the intermediate stage between Seichel, the intellect, and Ruha Kaidish, and holy divine inspiration. Zui have rokam imroimim, haboa derachaseichel. Which in many, many places Rav Kook talks about. A flash, a very powerful flash of understanding, of intuitive understanding, where the mind opens up in a very, very powerful and brilliant way. The mind opens up. The Me'iri talks about this when he discusses the different madregas of of Ruach HaKadosh and the Radak in his introduction to Tehillim also talks about this appearance there's an appearance still in the guise of human intellect it's still in, in it's still working its way through the mind through the human mind through the intellect but it's something else it's something else sometimes you lo- you, you, you're learning and you see a certain havraka, you see something. I saw, a, 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 a havraka means like a flash, of, a flash of lightning. A flash of lightning comes and and the feeling that you have is that it's, it can't be that a regular mortal human mind came up with such a thing. Just the, like a havraka. I saw, a, I, I, 
I saw last night in a sefer that that um, that the a grandson of the shevet sefer by the by the seder. He he asked he asked the grandfather. He said he was a little kid. And he said we have a zeicher for everything, right? There's a zeicher for everything, and the say to remember everything. So the little kid asked, so where do you have a zeicher for leyechus kelev l'shaynai? By itzias mitzvahim is leyechus kelev. Right? No dog was barking that night. So everybody was laughing at the say He asked, where do you have a zeicher for leyechus kelev l'shaynai? So, um, you know, who brings us down? I saw this from uh, one of the one of the Bochum gave me from Rav Rabbi Melach Biederman. So he brought this mice down. That that so where, so where do you see a zeicher? Where do we have any reminder in the Haggadah? In Lil Pesach, Sofkal Sof is not fair to the dogs. They, there was a big Indian. So we we know that we give them all the all the nevelis and the tarfus and the nevelis the kelv tashlichon. They're rewarded for for being quiet that night. So, so where do you where do you where do you see such a thing that there should be a zeicher in the seder el pesach? So he answered. He said that um, he brings the gemara. Avakami brings the gemara that says that that a person is not allowed to live in a city where there are no dogs that are barking. You're not allowed to live in a city where there are no dogs. Now, even though that could be annoying, but Lemaisa, the barking of the dogs is a shmira against Ganovim, right? It protects against thieves. So one should not live in a city where there are no dogs that are barking because that city is very, very vulnerable to thieves coming because there are no dogs that are, there's no shmira from the dogs that are barking. So the tzaddik said that Leil Pesach in Mitzrayim is Leyechus Kel Lashayna. There were no dogs that were barking, still. All the dogs were quiet. That means that that means that, it, that there was no shmira, because it was a leil shimur. But there was no shmira of the dogs. Normally, they guard the city through their barking. So he says the zeicher for that is stealing the afikayim. <laughs> how is it possible that the kid was able to steal the afikayim? How is there? How could there be such a chatifa? So the terrorist is that zeicher l'loyechos kevulishayim. That's what he said. So it's cute, no? I was thinking about this last night for around a half hour, 45 minutes. So this, this, a tzaddik doesn't say such a thing. And it says in the Maisa that he didn't answer the kid immediately. The kid, because he wanted to teach him that it's, you have to wait a little bit. He was like interrupted, you know. And, and he made him wait a little bit. And then he said this tarots. So it wasn't a Melitza Ba'alma. What that means. But sometimes, I'm just because I just saw it a few hours ago. But sometimes a person... You see something in the cipher, and it's like, like from a blast from another place. And, and it's a there are hofos of ruach hakodesh. Most of those hofos we don't see in writing. But the way that the way that tzaddikim live in, in such a way that their that their intellect, their minds, are, they live with their minds on the threshold of of ruach hakodesh, in that place where. Where Shemayim and Aretz are, are 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 touching each other, so it's human intellect. It's human intellect. When you see, you try to learn just a few things from the Ragachava, so that a human being could have such a, a mind. It's marvelous, Arayim, the things that have rockers that you see from the Odavni Nezer, and you learn.
So what he's saying here is that is that in Rav Kook's writings, this is what it means. It's a madregas benaim she ben seichel ben ruach hakodesh. So we have rokim yimroim habad derech haseichel. It's a havroka that comes a flash of 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 understanding that comes derech haseichel. He brings from the lotion of Rav Kook haasogus holchis bederech hayfor vaavoda. Of course, it means tremendous amelus in Torah, tremendous hard work in Torah, in Tefillah, and so on. And then a person is zeichet, that there should be this meeting of Shamayim and Aras that makes its way through his intellect, through his mind. There's a sudden, Rav Kook says, there's a sudden appearance of, of, of understanding. Hamazrachas or that that sheds light, that shines light. Sometimes there could be this flash of understanding, this radiance that illuminates worlds. And then afterwards comes the time of Avoda. There's Avoda, of course, before. But then there's the Avoda afterwards. To try to be mavar, to understand, to explain the details that are included in that unbelievable haifa. I mentioned many times that Rav Kook used to learn Aris HaTshuva. He learned his own sefer every Elul. He would begin to learn Aris HaTshuva. And Rav Kook, and Rav Kook said, every year when I learn Aris HaTshuva, I see new things that I never understood before. That was his own sefer. He said, I never, I never understood it like that. And that's what his own mouth said, what his own hand wrote. But he never understood it that way. Because there were hofos, there were certain appearances of higher of higher thoughts that especially when Rav Kook wrote, you know, that he never he never edited anything, never wrote it over. And he, the, and he was very, very much against the editing that took place with a lot of his writings, that even while he was alive there was stuff that was going on, and it's a whole shakla vatari about that. And Ad Hayom, there are many of his writings that we don't have, that we don't have. A lot of his writings were tampered with. Uh, there were things that he said that were that that his son and others felt were, would be too controversial. As it is, he's, he got into so much trouble. So there were things there we didn't even see the good stuff. There's much better stuff that's that's not there that we don't have. There was so much of his writings that have been covered and hidden. And he didn't want uh, his son, Reb Siyudah was was making a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, Parentheses and a lot of things that he took out, and because he wanted very, very much that his father's things should be mukubal, that his father's tire should spread to the world, and he was worried that the, there were things there that uh, that wouldn't w- wouldn't go. It was too far ahead. It was too f- <coughs> it wouldn't go. So, so the the the, the tires. The Torahs, there are things that Rav Kook says that he himself is learning. He's trying to understand his own Torahs. What he is explaining here is that this this hofa of Kedusha needs afterwards to be worked through and to be explained, to try to understand what does it mean. So the Tzaddik himself has to work that through, not just his Talmidim, but he himself has to try to be Mavara, to understand what is it that happened, what is it that I said, what is it that came out from my mouth, what is it that 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 came from my mind in such a way. What, is it, what does it mean? 
It, has, it needs to be explained. To try to be mavar all of the details that are included in that hoifa. There was it was a hofa. Really, and I mentioned this recently. Actually, if you look in the Archaim Hakadosh and this week's parish, and Tzvi talks about it, the Moshe Rabbeinu by Harsina. I'm not going to go into this now, the protum of it, but Moshe Rabbeinu by Harsina, the way the Archaim Hakadosh explains, there was a of 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 uh, of Tyra. But the period of Torah and all of the fine details of Torah, of course, that's the site of Torah Shabbal Peh. That's Torah Shabbal Peh over, over all of the generations. is trying to work out what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu over there. What happened in Sinai? There was a big Haifa over there. That was Hashem Misinai Ba. Something big, big, big happened. There was an Ur Mufla. The biggest Ur ever happened by Sinai. Throughout all of the generations, even when you and I open up Chumash, open up any safe, and we're trying to understand it, that avoda of the avoda is the avoda of the generations in Tarshwapet is to try to figure out what happened by Moshe Rabbeinu. What was that? There was there was a haifa, not a ruhakai. This was a haifa of Mahamish of Yerda Hashem Lasina. There was a haifa of Hashem Esbach. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu received Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. It doesn't say that Moshe Rabbeinu lomad Torah by Sinai, that he learned Torah, that there was a big shear in Sinai. It says Moshe Rabbeinu kibel, Moshe kibel Torah by Sinai, there was a Kabbalah. That's why Chochmas Anistah is referred to in such a, one of the reasons why it's referred to as Kabbalah. It's much bigger than, 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 the, than any of the parts. The whole is something else. It's a hefar of Ruach HaKadosh. So Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai, Moshe Rabbeinu was Makabal, the entirety of Torah and Sinai. But as you know, what the Gemara Menachah says, that when Moshe Rabbeinu sat, <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu was allowed to sit in the Bismedrash of Rabbi Kiva, so he had a Chalisha Zadas. Rabbi Kiva was saying, oh, the Torah, and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know. Well, what's this, what is this Torah? And, and he had a Chalisha Zadas. <coughs> until finally, until when, when, when Rabbi Kiva said that, that, that the Makar of this is a Halach Moshe Misinai. This Torah is Moshe. And the Siyashva died the Moshe Rabbeinu said, oh, Baruch Hashem, this is my Torah. <coughs> so same thing like said, similar to what we saying about Rav Kook, learning his own Torah. And every year he sees new things in his Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu himself is saying, this is something in my Torah that I, I didn't see. <coughs> the Rechaim HaKadosh talks about that in this parasha. It's something that I didn't see. Because Moshe Rabbeinu received it. Moshe Kibel Torah Messina in an undifferentiated individuated state in its entirety in its whole and therefore could there be such a thing as that the halach al-Mashimisina the Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know was halach al-Mashimisina he didn't know cognitively but it was there but the pirut of it the protem the pirut is something that's the avoid of all generations to be mafarit to, to unravel and to understand the prote protem of Taras Moshe this haifa that happened at Hayasinai we're working on that this very moment. That's all that we do our whole lives. That's all we're trying to do. That's all we're trying to do. <coughs> is to is the avoider, is the avoider of 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 period, of being the, of understanding the pratam. All of those pratam are klulam Therefore, it's Allah Lamesh Misina. I'm Aisha Benus says I never heard of this before. 
I mean, this 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 prat. I I I never I I didn't. I don't, this prat. But it was part. It was all part of the Kabbalah of Moshe Kibbutzim Misinai. He received everything. Kol Masha Talmud Vosik. Any anybody that's going to say a chiddush is Kaomer the Moshe Kaomer Moshe Rabbeinu Moshe Rabbeinu already said it by Hasinai. Everything was there in that Haifar. But the period of that Haifar is the Amelis, the Avoida of the generations that would follow. Let's just finish this note. Sug Yezum, Akara, the Gemara, the Gemara, Amr Abavdimi, the Menchaifim, Yerim Shachar, Besamikdash, Nitlan, the Vuman, and the Vim, Venitla Chachamim. That since the Chorban, there's no longer Nevua. In such a way as it was with the Nevi'im, v'nitna l'chachamim. We have to pay very careful attention to the words. He didn't just say nitla nevuah. He didn't just say the nevuah was taken away, and then and then chachma. Then something different began. That's called chachma, and this is really the the, the, the dig of the famous Ramban. We'll see in a second. It says nitla nevuah min hanevi'im v'nitna l'chachamim. What is this? What is the words? It sounds like the words are saying, the nevuah was taken away from the neviim, and then the nevuah was taken from the neviim and was given to the chachamim. Meaning that there's a there's a bechin of nevuah by the chachamim. Now that's obviously going to cause a lot of people to get upset because tarlom and shemaim, and that's the whole sugi of tarlom and shemaim. Tar is not from shemaim. You know, a lot to paskin over here novit. So nitlan nevuah and neviim. It doesn't say the Chachma, it says Nevua, This is Rapsodic's favorite Gemara in the whole world. Rapsodic's favorite Gemara in the world. You can't go two pages in, in, in Rapsodic without, without him bringing this Gemara in the Ramban. Omar Amheimer, Vachachem Adish Minovi, Teda, Shloinitam and Rashi's Milchacham, and Omar Gavarab, Milsim, Miss Amrus, Mishmei, the Gavarab, Achminikavase. The Ramban explains like this Afa P. Shenutl Nevuas Hanevim, even though Nevuas Hanevim was removed after the Chorbim was gone, Shuamara Vachazon, when the Nevim saw things in a vision, they were able to see things in, a, in an image, in a vision. Nevuas hachachamim shehi bederach hachachmer loynitla. You hear such a, 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 that's a those words are mamish amahapeche. Those are revolutionary words. Nevuas hachachamim. Many years ago, I wrote an article someplace about Reb Tzaddik, and uh, and I, I mentioned something about this Indian of uh, of hafas ruach kodesh. And there was a person who wrote a very angry letter to this to this uh, publication that this is apicorisis and so on to say such a thing. And I don't know he was accusing of tzaddik or something to say like that. Uh, this person used a very strong lotion, and um, he had never he had never seen this ramban. So his response when I so I called him up to talk to him about this ramban. This fellow is a, a very fine person. And I called him up to talk about the people from the magazine gave me his phone number, and I called him up to talk about this Ramban. So his answer was, 
that it, it must be a mistake in the text. That's one of the most convenient things to do. So how are you supposed to argue with that? I said, I don't I know. I never saw that anybody said that this Ramban is not authentic. Why? why? It's something which is causing you to become worried. So then we make it just go away. We make the bad Ramban go away. We're going to just, the bad Ramban makes him upset. It turns over everything this, this person was committed to his entire life. What does it mean? The Lush and the Ramban uses those words. Nevuas hachachamim, shihibeder hachachma loinitla. Nevuas hachachamim. The prophecy of the sages. Shihibeder hachachma loinitla. Rabbi Saldikim of Kuk, Mamish lived from this Ramban. The whole Torah is from this Ramban. Ela yoidim ha'emes, the chachamim. Yoidim ha'emes, buruch ha'kadish shabikirbim, with the ruach ha'kadish that is within them. This Ramban says this. Ruach ha'kadish shabikirbim. Again, it doesn't come as a vision. It doesn't come as some sort of. It doesn't come by way of a prophecy. It comes by way of the seichel. Late at night, learning learning something, going going with a hard work and that. There's the, but there's such a thing as nevuas hachachamim shibederach hachachma leinitla el yoidim haemes beruach hakodesh shibekim. Yoidim haemes, they know the truth. Beruach hakodesh shibekim. You know the Chassam Seifer. I mentioned this in the past. That the that the Chassam Seifer never would never repeat. He wrote a tshuva, and there were hasagas. The Chassam Seifer said, and and there was somebody who wrote very strong hasagas against one of the tshuvas. The Chassam Seifer, and the Chassam Seifer wrote back. He just said the Chassam Seifer said, "This is the halacha. This is the truth. Whether you could you could try to slog it up, he said like this. He could say like that. This is the truth." So. Over the way, the Divrei when he was with the, with, with the machine, when the machine masters came out, so you know there were all these contrasts written back and forth. What was going on in Poland at that time with the Hisnag, you know, back and forth, pro machine, anti machine masters. So Divrei came out, that he used a very strong lashon, which I don't want to upset because some of you might use machine masters. I don't want to upset anybody, but he used a very strong lashon, and there were things written to prove that this is like that, and the machine is even better, and there's less less of a chance of chametz, and all of these things. And then the Divrei Chaim said, "Mitamim his lashon was mitamim hakmusim etzli, is kichametz gomer." Matzis mishimatzis mitam hakmusim for reasons that are known to me. And then that's, then they stopped writing any more kudveis. What are you going to argue with that? Mitam hakmusim etzli. We not we don't uh, we can't talk like that. We don't say things like this, but they're very great people. Things that are logical and a that it can be comprehended in a, in a very clear intellectual human way. But But the shayrish the shayrish is is mimraimim. The root of where that comes from is is called Rav Kook calls ahayfar. It appeared from somewhere else. It came from someplace else. That's Nevoa Sachacham. Oh, we'll finish the note, Mishra. Next. This person? Yeah. It says that you mix it together, learning and your